Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more, all covered now on Life Planning 101. And welcome into Life Planning 101 right here on KTX, KWBY. Terry Slavin's with you, joined as always by Angela Robinson. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Terry. And boy, do we have a great topic, as always, don't always. we? Don't we always? So, um, you know, we try to do the spice of life, right? We get a little variety with every kind of thing that we can possibly dream up. Um, but in reality, it all comes from experiences. It all comes from stories and things that people have requested of us. And this show is no different different. I actually had a couple um, in the office and a couple years ago they had moved from their hometown to another town thinking you know we think we'll like it out here and come to find out they didn't like it at all. Um, That happens a lot. It happens a lot right and so then they decided okay we'll make a move back home and they moved back home and they said things just weren't the same so they're in their second attempt to make it right and uh, you know we go through a lot of planning when that happens from a retirement perspective. And a lot of expense. A lot of expense. There's a lot of money behind it. There's a lot of other issues behind it that you don't think of. So what we kind of came up with was, you know, the top five things that we deal with when, you know, you need it when you're looking at moving, either like right before retirement or during retirement. And, you know, what you might want to consider before you start packing your bags in a sense, right? But, you know, people, they get, we get these wild ideas and sometimes, I don't know why do we do this. We spend, I, and I'm a, I, I'm at a fault. Last night, I swear, I spent four hours looking for an Airbnb. Four hours, right? So, and this is for something that's going to happen at the end of the year. Okay, so we spend so much time doing stuff like that. But when we decide to just, you know, move, we just find a house we like, and boom, we're gone. Right. Think about that. That's a big change, much less, hmm, do I really want to be there for this or do I really want to be there for this for when you're talking about vacation? Makes no sense, right? So, um, you know, why is it so important to really consider this? And you said it, Terry, there's a lot to do about money. Um, and, and the fifth one, I'm going to go ahead and start with this and then we'll just, we'll just dig right in because there, there's a lot of information here, but you know, financing. People don't realize that when they near retirement or they're retired, financing can be a really big kicker for you. We actually had a lady call us. Uh, this was back in, I don't know, probably five years ago. So, you know, 2014, 2015. She called us and said, um, she was very frustrated on the phone. And she said, you know, I, I need you to send all this to the bank. Why do you need it to go to the bank? Because they won't refinance my house refinance her house so the lady had good credit nothing was wrong with her credit had a significant amount of assets nothing was wrong with her assets but she had no income her only income was investment and social security income right and they wouldn't refinance her house it took us we had to move to another bank eventually and help her to help her get the job done but people don't realize that this is what can happen and it has changed lending has changed significantly uh, within the last decade and i mean 
you know, anybody that has had a pulse uh, remembers 2008, right? And what was that? That was the banking crisis. So what came out of that, the Dodd-Frank, and even though that they're, they're unrolling a lot of that, it still is not what it once was. And lending isn't just loose. Um, and that's what it was before. And, and of course, you know, you know, it doesn't matter what side of the political aisle you sit on. It's not good to have it one way or the other. So stringent that nothing can be done and so loose that anybody can get a loan, right? Right. And, you know, the problem is, is that no, no matter what they do regulation wise, they've got it so misconstrued. It's kind of like our taxes. It's so misconstrued that someone's going to get hurt in the crossfire of it. And that's what's happened here. And retirees specifically have been hurt in the crossfire. And here's the one for you. I mean, this is an amazing one. So do you remember who Ben Bernanke was? Don't think so. Okay, so he was our Fed chairman during that time. Okay, okay during that crisis, um, you know. So he has a lot of kudos to the guy. Now, obviously, the Fed gets blamed for everything when it comes to recessions, so you can't give him too much kudos. He is part of the Fed, but he is part of the Fed. So here's our Federal Reserve. Okay, this is this is everything to do with money in our country. He retired in 2014 and tried to buy a house, and guess what? He couldn't get. Financing. Financing. Get you some of that. <laughs> okay. So, you know, this is the head of the Federal Reserve, and here he couldn't get a loan. And so, you know, if your intention is to move and to finance that move, and you're not retired now, you may want to think about looking at what you need to have in place and do to be able to get that financing in place. If you're already retired, don't just think that you can do it and everything's going to be rosy. And you might be able to do it, but it might cost you more interest. And you think, oh, well, that's not that big of a deal. Well, when you compile half a percent or 1% over the life of the loan, you could be talking about six figure hit on your retirement. Right. Okay. So that's massive. So this is a big challenge that like nobody notices that occurs. And then they get themselves, they sold their house, right? <laughs> They're ready to buy a new house and, the, new and house. the location and the place that they want. It's everything's perfect. It's lined up, right? Gotta have, gotta have, gotta have. Can't buy it or have to take out a significant chunk out of their portfolio to do it, what did that do? Or they've got to get higher interest rate financing, so what did that do to their plan? And then the whole thing's blown, right? So, you know, do you really want that move or do you really want the retirement and which is more important to you? And those are things that need to be assessed ahead of time, not just by the seat of your pants, you know. You know, be like me on that Airbnb last night. Just look and look and look and look till you can't even see the, the phone anymore. I swear I looked up my eyes were all blurry it was it was bad so anyway i'm so sick of looking for that yeah i found two ideas so okay two ideas yes after all that looking um but anyway when we come back we've got more on planning to move in retirement five things you're probably going to want to consider before you do it Segment two, Live Planning 101, we're talking about moving after retirement. Yes, moving after retirement. You know, we always we have this dream goal. This is where I want to go. This is what I want to do, right? Right here on Life Planning 101. And by the way, tweet us. Are you planning to move in retirement? We're curious. We want to know. But we talked about financing being a kicker, and we've got the top five things you want to be considering before you start packing those bags, right? So number four, let's talk about taxes, maintenance, and fees, all right? So 
Just because it has always been that way doesn't mean it's going to be when you move. A new place can even have things that you didn't even know existed. <laughs> okay. So, and, and this is so true. We've seen this. Um, we had a, a client move over uh, from Abilene over to the DFW area. And she called up and she said, do you know what this HMO fee is? <laughs> so, yes, I do. And it was a couple grand a year mm. for her to have it, right? So, you know, do they have these homeowners associations that you have to pay fees to? You know, what, what, are, you, what are you really getting into? Um, property taxes are a big one. Here in the state of Texas, oh, my goodness. I, and I almost don't want to say this on an Eastland, Texas radio show, but I feel blessed to have the property taxes I do. <laughs> we, all, we always um, fight about those, but you know, you forget we work with people all over the state. Right. And there are people in Austin, Texas, and in Fort Worth, not Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, that pay property taxes that would make your head spin. You wow. wouldn't even ex- think would exist. So. You know, and it doesn't even have to be in a high area. You know, just there might be a new school. Okay. <laughs> so what did that do? The property taxes, just because it's what it said on the, and beware, right? Because when someone's been over 65 years old and they've owned a home, if you're buying a home that was from someone in the state of Texas, it's going to be their frozen tax fee that's on that uh, sales paperwork. Your taxes are going to pop up. And you can guarantee it. So be cognizant of when you're buying something. It's not going to be what's on that paper. Very cognizant. State income taxes. You know, we live in a a tax-free state. And I'll be the first to tell you, when we were talking in the break, I was trying to rack my head for all the clients that we've had that have had a successful move and not had to move again or move back home. And one of the reasons, a big reason, is they get a shocker with those state income taxes. And you don't think about it, but if you move outside of the state, you need to get your legal redone too so you might as well budget in a couple thousand if not three thousand depending on that state because i promise you we have the lowest state legal fees of anywhere out there i have not seen any any set of documents cheaper than what we do in texas and and at the same quality okay i'm talking double triple what they would cost here in texas to get them done so you know these are big things uh even your tax preparation montana I, those CPAs up there make a killing. I mean, I've considered. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but they do make a killing compared to what it costs here. So, you know, just understand what your fees are around you. You know, are there zoning requirements of the place that you're moving into? You may be accustomed to having someone come and clean up your yard every once every month. That may not be acceptable. Might have to do it once a week. You might have to do it once a week. So what's that going to be? What are your utilities going to be? You know, that's a big change among different places. You know, that's a deregulated industry. So it doesn't matter where you live. That could be all over the board here in Eastland. I mean, my gosh, depending on what water supply company you're on depends on if you get to have enough money to go to the grocery store or not at the end of the week. Or if you get to have water all the time. (laughs) This is true. So that's a biggie. Um, You know, will you need to remodel or change something in the house? I very seldom meet somebody that buys a house and they just like it like it is. Yeah, it's perfect. 
It's perfect. And a lot of the people at the age that are doing this might have to remodel a bathroom, yes, yes. which is a huge expense. It's a huge expense. And is everything wheelchair accessible? You right. know, um, we actually built a house and that was a big thing for us. And I tell you what, we the people that bought our house, she needed wheelchair accessibility. You know, we made everything wide so that you'd be able to do that. So, you know, that's a big thing to look into. What about a new air conditioner? Oh, it just needs a new air conditioner. I'm going to tell you, a new air conditioner is five figures. So you better be ready for that one. Um, <laughs> this is, you know, there for any size, sizable house, right? Um, so this is, you know, all the money that you've put into your retirement plan. Okay. If you've been working, doing a financial plan with somebody and you're scraping by and then you take this money out to pay for these things, what are you actually doing to your retirement plan? And as long Dra- as drain it. you're draining it, right? And it doesn't matter where it comes from. It's all money. Right. It's all your money. And you've only got so much of it. So you better figure out how to be able to make it work. And what are you willing to sacrifice to do some of these things? And a lot of them are hidden. And you won't know till you get there. So do your homework. Talk to other people in that area. Um, you know, really research what those property taxes are. What are some proposals on the docket for that area? Are they looking? Because if you retired at 60 and you don't have frozen property taxes and you move into a place that is going to build a new school or heaven forbid a Dallas Cowboys stadium, you better be ready for that stuff, right? So that's a biggie. Along those same lines, how far will your dollar go? So this was so cool. I had this come across my desk last week. It was just one of those, I guess, um, you know, God things since we're going to do this topic, but we have the same currency in the USA. We all use the US dollar, right? right? Okay. The USD, good old USD. But that doesn't mean that same dollar is going to buy the same thing everywhere in the USA. Okay, think of it this way. Have you ever traveled to Hawaii? Yes. Okay, when you go to Hawaii, does a gallon of milk cost what it costs in Eastland, Texas? No. No, it costs about three times that. What about gasoline? Same thing. Same thing, right? So, and this isn't just Hawaii to Eastland, Texas, okay? This is this is everywhere. So, there was a really cool study done by the Bureau of Economic Analysis, and they just released this massive report, and it shows the purchasing power in each state. You ready for this? How much of a swing do you think there is in our country? Oh. Percentage-wise. 250%. Oh, well, see, you, you way overdid it, but that's okay. 35% swing. So there's a 35% swing in the cost of living depending on where you live in the United States, which really is massive. That if you th- is, you yeah. think about it on $100,000 of living expenses, that's 35 grand a year now of it's swing. 65,000. Right? Yeah. So, you know, that's huge. So, if you and and, and even still if you're not moving outside the state, um, this is just nuts and Texas alone is crazy. So and my mom, she was funny. She, I, I think everybody knows this. She edits all of the articles that we uh, write and propose. So she sent me back this uh, and I, in the subject line, it says, wow, she was blown away by some of these statistics, but from Fort Worth to Dallas alone is a 13% swing. Fort Worth to Dallas. Really? Okay. Fort Worth to Abilene, 28.2% swing. Fort Worth to Abilene and Weatherford to Eastland. You ready? 30.2%. So it's right up there 
with some of the highest swings in the nation. Wow. So if you think just moving outside of the state or not just moving, you know, within a certain mile radius is a big deal, you think again, you know, even in the state of Texas, a hundred mile radius could be a massive adjustment in your cost of living and how far that dollar is going to actually go. So when we come back, two more things you want to consider before you start packing your bags if you're considering moving in retirement right here on Life Planning 101. We're back. Final segment, Life Planning 101. Great information about moving during retirement. we got a couple more points to get to. Yes, we do, and we don't want to miss. We've talked a lot about money, right? And there's a lot of there's a lot of big money issues that could uh, be at hand, and we've talked about with how far your dollar is going to go, taxes, maintenances, and fees, and financing, things that you really wouldn't think about. But what about surviving and thriving? You know, this is something that I think people mess up on all the time. And uh, we had a couple, you know, come to us and I mentioned at the beginning of the show that they moved at right, you know, thinking they're going to love this new town. And for a little while they did and then they didn't. And so now they're on their second move uh, to try to figure out if they can get it right this time. They've considered a third move, by the way, already. <laughs> but it, ha- it really didn't have anything to do with the money aspect. You know, they've done a great job within their budget and finding ways to live within their means. For them, it was, you know, you know, not it was more about what about my circle of friends? What happened to my circle of friends? These are people that I hung out with forever and, you know, and, and they bike. So on the weekends, they would just go bike and, you know, now they don't have these people to be able to do this. Or, you know, what about their family? Um, they've moved away from some of their family, so they don't have that, you know, once a month family dinner that they were having. Or, you know, what about the activities that they had been making a part of their life for the last 30 Ball years? Games, dance recitals. Right, going to the YMCA, you know, just uh, sitting at the golf course after work and having a drink or whatever those things are that they were part of life. And, um, you know, how is that move going to be able to impact those areas? How are they going to make up ground? Because I will say, you know, not every Everybody's an extrovert and you have to, you know, progress starts by telling yourself the truth. You know, if you can't get out there and make things happen and start a new life for yourself, it's really hard. And especially if you're moving to a small town, I think it's even more difficult because small towns and we know it, Eastland, um, we have, we have a group, we have circles here and it's very hard for someone to come in. I'm a newbie in a lot of senses because I moved back here and right. I understand how hard it is to enter in, back into a circle of people because they're already a established and so you have to think about these things and you know we always talk about living life on purpose and when people retire we say what are you going to retire to not just from but to what is this next end of you know of life your last 50 years your last 60 years what is it going to look like what purpose are you going to push out of that and the question you've got to ask is does that move align with that purpose and if you're just moving to move or moving because you think a place is beautiful or i think you mentioned you had a friend that just moved because he loved it there yeah loved, and, a, vacation there. loved a vacation there but then it it didn't work out right and if you're moving just to move because of those reasons you might want to find out if that's going to line up with your purpose and you know, I was telling you, I was trying to rack my brain for one successful client that we've had that has made a move and stayed there, stayed put and done well. And I can only think of one 
Out of all the people that have moved after retirement, I can only think of one that's done it successfully. And I think the biggest thing is because they learned how to not just survive there, they learned how to thrive where they're at and actually have something to retire to that they really love to do. So um, they found that sense of purpose. So how's that going to impact your areas? And, you know, does it, you know, embrace all of your life or does it stand alone? Is it just that one thing that's standing alone? And I think a lot of people move it's just a standalone out there concept. Right. You know, oh, I'd always wanted to live at the lake. Hmm. Was it really what you dreamed of, right, <laughs> when, you, when you get out there? So um, then also, how are you going to survive? Okay, so who's going to be there for you if you get ill? And <laughs> aside from your spouse, by the way. The, and You're moving away from your, your medical y- profession. You are. And, you know, one of the things is, and I think no one wants to say this. No one wants to wake up, especially every baby boomer I know. There's not a baby boomer out there that says, I'm getting old. (laughs) No one says that, right? And no one wants to admit that. But the truth is, is that as we get past age 30, your body starts going the other direction. Okay. So as you get older, it is more important that you surround yourself with things that could help you if you were to fall or you were to, you know, become ill. And if you're moving away from all of that, what's going to be able to pr- protect that? Well, who's going to be able to check in on you? You know, uh, we had a client tell us about uh, her aunt that no one came for three weeks and found she was dead in her kitchen floor because she was trying to get to the phone for three weeks. But she'd chosen to move away. She'd chosen to live on the beach up in Oregon alone right and so does that great maybe maybe it was for her but you know i think those are things that we have to ask ourselves so what's your plan to survive and thrive and you can always go we have a um obviously lots of resources but on our website kennedy-financial.com we've got this wonderful tool called retirement happiness and it talks about it's this wheel of retirement happiness and it talks about each area that when you retire what you need to fill it with these replacement areas that we don't think about and then i would be amiss if i missed the number one thing that you need to consider when you're moving health care Okay, and you said it, moving away from your doctors is a big deal, but I'm telling you, healthcare costs have grown by unprecedented rates in this country and continue to do so, and there is no end in sight with this. None. So just because you have Medicare and a long-term care plan, don't think that you can just move anywhere and be okay. There's a lot of Medicare plans that don't necessarily work in every location, and it could be massive out-of-pocket costs for you. And the second thing is not every long-term care plan covers every amount and for everything. Okay, so you could have something that covers up to $150 a day, and you're moving to a location that costs minimum $300 a day, and it only costs for long-term care uh, nursing homes when you need home health care, and it's not going to pay at all. So really dig into those what ifs and don't find yourself regretting or your family regretting, oh my gosh, why did we do this and going backwards. So Great information. Again, all available on our website, kennedy-financial.com. We've got this full article there, and you can sign up for our newsletters to get all of our articles. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services. God bless everyone. Have a great week right here on Life Planning 101. 
Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.